Hey, Crypt Keepers, I want to tell you about our affiliation with Parabox. Parabox is a t-shirt subscription box with a twist. Each month, you'll receive a new paranormal soft style tee and info card about that month's theme. The shirt and card will contain clues to finding a hidden password for use on their website. Correct entries get entered in a raffle for free gear. They're pretty dope shirts with designs about all your favorite paranormal stuff like Black Eyed Kids, Bigfoot, Nazca Lines. Uh, my favorite is a cool Battle of Los Angeles tee. The designs are actually silk screened onto a soft style tee and we all know those are super comfortable. From the moment you open your pair box, you'll be so engrossed by the t-shirt you'll forget there's a puzzle built into it. Each shirt contains a secret password. It can be in the form of codes, ciphers, riddles, numbers, images, or other hidden gems. Have fun exploring the design and putting the pieces together to figure out where to go next. You can find the link in the show notes and we get a little kickback when you sign up for the box, so we would really appreciate it too. Good evening, Crypt Keepers, and welcome to the Simulation Theory After Party. I'm joined, as always, by a man who left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, B-A, select, start, has unlimited lives in Contra. How many of you actually remember that code? Do you remember that code, Ryan? Do you ever play Contra? Yeah. Although, Do you remember the <clears throat> unlimited lives code? The Konami code? Wasn't it the Konami code? Could be. Yeah. Although, I think Contra is super expensive now, so unless you're emulating it, probably not a lot of people played it. Well, I'm going to put it in the simulation. Anyway, Ryan, what's going on in your simulation today? Not a whole lot, man. Just uh, enjoying the simulated good weather and (laughs) a simulated Red Bull. Yeah. Tell them what they need to know. The easiest way and the best way for us to spread like a fungus can grow is for you to share us with friends, family, anybody that you think might be interested and interact with us on social media. You can email us at crypticpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on TikTok at cryptique underscore podcast and YouTube at surprise, surprise cryptic podcast and shout out to Parabox As always, they have great t-shirts, great designs. Jay wears them all the time. I don't wear them all the time, but they are exactly the kind of shirt I usually call out. I did something like it today. Like, hey, man, I like your shirt. Because everybody likes hearing that, right? And you want to be that guy with that shirt that somebody says, like, oh, that's really cool. I love that Skinwalker shirt or the Area 51 or the you know Montauk shirt, whatever it is. So what are we talking about on the after party? On Tuesday, we posed the question, do we live in a simulation? Tonight, we posed the question, if we're living in a simulation, are there cheat codes? Let's start with this. Grigory Grabov. Grigory Grabovoy. I like I like yep. saying it like that. Grabovoy. Is the founder and leader of the Russian sect teaching universal salvation and harmonious development. He is claimed to be the second coming of Jesus Christ, to be able to resurrect the dead, teleport, cure AIDS and cancer at any stage, diagnose and solve problems of electronic devices remotely, to be clairvoyant, and to be able to change reality. So he's Neo. 
In 2008, he was sentenced <laughs> to 11 years in prison after promising to the mothers of victims of the 2004 Beslan school siege that he could resurrect their children. That is bottom of the barrel. Yeah. That's rough. He, was he deserved to go to prison for that. He was released early in 2010 and now lives in Serbia from where he promotes his pseudoscientific project, Universe Hacking Codes, which gained popularity due to the coronavirus epidemic, mostly through the social network TikTok. Bam. Grabovoy was born in November 1963 in the village of Kurovo in Kazakhstan into a family with Ukrainian roots. And he had a meeting with Baba Vanga. We did a TikTok on Baba Vanga. So check that out if you haven't, and you will get to know all about Baba. According to Grabovoy, in October 1995, he met the Bulgarian clairvoyant Baba Vanga in Bulgaria and Valentina Jankova, the editor of the Bulgarian National Television Service, acted as a translator. According to Jankova, issues related to nuclear and ecological risks for the planet, the prolongation of human life, the possibility of not dying, and the unification of religions were discussed at the meeting. Vanga expressed her opinion that Grigori, who has phenomenal qualities, must necessarily continue to work with people and expand the areas of application of his abilities. He should work in Russia, from where he will spread his knowledge and art to all countries of the world. Sounds wonderful, right? Uh, Ludmila Kim, a traditional healer from Moscow, said in an interview with a newspaper in October of 2005 that she was present at a meeting between Grabovoy and Vanga. According to Kim, Vanga's views on Grabovoy's abilities were sharply critical and Grabovoy was expelled from the meeting. What happened after that? On April 7, 2006, Komsomolskaya Pravda wrote about a meeting of a young man from Russia and Bulgaria in 1995 in which Vanga imposed a test on Grabovoy. But she was dissatisfied with the self-proclaimed healer and literally kicked him out. In July 2006, Latvian Russian editor and journalist Andre Levkin told Lot of Consonants Liad newspaper that a documentary on the central television network showing the filming of the meeting of Vanga and Grabovoy, which ended in Vanga's emotional reaction and expulsion of Grabovoy. So basically, we're saying she didn't like him. Yeah. Jankova protested the illegal use on Russian television of her copyrighted material, the filming of a meeting between Vanga and Grebovoy. Jankova said the significance of Vanga's conversation with Grabovoy was distorted in the fragment of the filmed material which was used. In 1995, Grabovoy moved to Russia where he was allegedly assisted by Gregory Rogozin, deputy chief of the security service of the president of the Russian Federation. In the same year, Grabovoy registered non-profit organization Grigory Grabovoy Foundation, dissemination of the teachings of Grigory Grabovoy, on Salvation and Harmonious Development, later known as the Drug Foundation. Nice. My daughter's uh, D.A.R.E. program at their school is called START. (laughs) (laughs) Until 2006, it had regional branches in more than 50 regions of Russia. That's a lot. In 1999, Grabovoy lectured at the Center for Education and Training of Specialists in Modern Technologies for the Prevention and Elimination of Emergencies of the Ministry of Emergency Situations, Emergency Monitoring and Prediction, or C-E-T-S-M-T-F-P-E-E-M-E-S-M-P. So we'll be referring to it as that from now on. The Ministry of Emergency Situations also confirmed that Grabovoy had contacted them in 2001 for further cooperation. 
In 2000, he introduced the program Grigory Grabovoy, The Formula of Health, to a Russian television channel. In the same year, the newspaper Variant Management Forecast was founded under the Drug Foundation. It ran for 10 whole issues and was terminated in 2005. In 2001, E.P. Krugelikov from the Russian Academy of Sciences, <laughs> that just doesn't sound right, <laughs> published a report at the symposium Science, Pseudoscience, and Paranormal Phenomena, which also mentions the crystal module developed by Grabovoy. According to Grabovoy, this module, as Krugelikov explains, has the force of a nuclear explosion and can be used in nuclear power plants to protect against disasters. By the way... He claims that even today he mentally oversees the safety and functionality of the presidential plane before departure. He is also said to be the inventor of a unique device, the crystal module by which he significantly reduced the strength of a nuclear explosion during underground nuclear tests in the Semipalatin region. Although the absurdity of such a statement is obvious to every physicist, an investigation has been carried out, especially for laymen, which has shown that Mr. Grabovoy has never taken part in any nuclear test. G. Grabovoy is therefore lying. So we can get on to Grabovoy's teachings after a quick break. Welcome back, Crypt Keepers. Grabovoy claims the ability to abolish death, resurrect the dead, which would seemingly be the same thing, cure cancer and AIDS, teleport, blah, 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 like we said. Basically, this guy's kind of a really good scam artist. In 2004, he held a press conference at which he declared himself to be the second coming of Jesus Christ. Later, Grabovoy describes his abilities in his three-part book, The Practice of Adjustment, The Way of Salvation, Management Practice, The Way to Salvation. He writes that the goal of his teaching is to pass on knowledge from God to mortals, thus providing both physical immortality, resurrection of the dead, and spiritual benefits. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Grabovoy numbers? Olga Sabarova which I think I got that right, also drew attention to Grabovoy's Facebook page where he is once again promoting his ideas of treating any disease, including COVID-19, based on ideas from his 1999 book, Restoring the Human Body by Focusing on Numbers, in which he states that every disease of an individual is a deviation from the normal cells, organs, or the whole organism as a whole. The treatment of the disease means a return to the norm, which can be achieved with the help of two numerical series invented by him. 4986489 and 54874898. So I guess we just gave that away for free. In addition, journalists from the TV show Man and Law reported that Grabovoy used the social network TikTok to support these ideas. These and other miracle codes have been appearing since 2016 on Pinterest. Books on codes could be purchased on Amazon as early as 2011. And in February of 2020, the tabloid Daily Star mentions Hong Kong actor Julian Cheng, or Chung, I'm going to say Chung probably, mm -hmm. who wrote such a number on his forearm and called it a code for epidemic prevention. Chung's fans then began to imitate him, and the practice began to spread quickly through the Weibo social network. These codes began to spread on other social networks using the hashtags hashtag law of attraction and hashtag manifestation. 
People often share these codes as cheat codes, namely as an opportunity to hack reality, so-called manifest their wishes, and easily gain wealth, health, or anything else. Rows of numbers are said to be recited, focused on during meditation, written on the body, the inner wrists and arms are popular, or drawn in the air. There's no clear guide on how to use them or how long to use them, and therefore they cannot be used incorrectly. Russian bloggers are said to share numbers that are believed to have the power to negatively affect reality, namely to cause, for example, migraines, cardiac arrest, high fevers, or poisoning. According to clinical psychiatrist Andrei Efremov, many bloggers and YouTubers make posts about these numbers mainly to get more views on their channel or blog. Similarly used on TikTok, such contributions generate monetary gains. People believe that these codes work usually uncritically accept what they are told. They see someone's positive example, they see a lot of positive comments, and they blindly follow the instructions. In addition, such people themselves will look for situations that will prove that the ritual works and will attribute all positive events to the codes. This is how auto-suggestion works. Grandpa Boy's followers themselves, probably also fraudsters, will look for such people on TikTok and make money from them, while the others will lose their savings and perhaps even their homes. And this is all part of the opinion of Andre Efremov. You may not believe Grandpa Boy's teachings with good reason, but there was a certain three-letter American government agency that had similar theories as early as the 1970s. We'll talk about those after a quick break. Welcome back, Crypt Keepers. The CIA released documents via a FOIA request in 2003. From the Monroe Institute of Applied Sciences comes the Gateway Intermediate Workbook. We're going to focus on the cheat codes in the book and skip the first session entirely. So we're going to just read some interesting items from this workbook. You may try these at your own risk, but critique assumes no responsibility for the results. Unless, of course, you come into a lot of money, then we want our cut. Yeah, 30%. 30%. So, the Gateway Intermediate Workbook. And this was, I believe, in 1977 when these documents were generated. Okay, so we're going to read some affirmations and some cheat codes and stuff like that. We're going to try and do it in kind of a way that you can go back and listen to if you want kind of a guided meditation. We're not claiming that any of this stuff actually works for sure, but we're not saying it doesn't. And I think that if we are in a simulation, there kind of has to be cheat codes, right? I mean, if it's if there's computer code written then it can be hacked at some point, right? All right. Sure, hypothetically. All right. So this is the first affirmation. In your mind, say to yourself, I am more than my physical body. Because I am more than physical matter, I can perceive that which is greater than the physical world. Therefore, in these exercises, I deeply desire to expand experience to understand, to control, to use such greater energies and energy systems as may be beneficial and constructive to me and to those who follow me. Also, during these exercises, 
I deeply desire to help in cooperation the assistance, the understanding of those individuals whose wisdom, development, and experience is equal or greater than my own. I ask their guidance and protection from any influence or any source that might provide me with less than my stated desires. I now protect myself as may be needed from such influence and reject any source that may restrain me from my stated desires. We are reading these cheat codes, these grab codes, and we're reading them word for word. So if the cadence or the punctuation sounds strange, just know that we're feeding you the raw data. We're not trying to clean this up at all. So tell us about the second affirmation. I open this channel of communication only to those whose knowledge, wisdom, development, and experience is equal or greater than my own. I restrict such contact and communication to constructive purpose and reject all other, period, I open such channel only when I so consciously desire, at all other times it will remain closed. So now we'll get into the exercises. Tell them about the resonant breathing. Inhale deeply, pulling in energy from all parts of your physical body, up and then into your head. Hold your breath for a comfortable length of time, eventually holding it to the count of ten, swirling the energy around your brain. Then exhale slowly through your mouth as though you were slowly and easily blowing out a candle. At the same time, imagine that you were expelling stale, used-up energy through the bottoms of your feet. After the first inhale, exhale, your brain is filled with new, fresh energy. On the second inhale, bring the new, fresh energy to your upper chest and arms and exhale the stale, used-up energy from the abdomen down. On the third, Bring the new energy to the abdomen on the fourth, to the pelvic region, to the thighs and knees, on the fifth and on the sixth, to the lower legs and feet. It's as if we're filling up an inverted jar full of new, fresh energy in six steps. Two, place all your problems and distractions in the security repository box. Say the affirmation while bringing back your strong desire to expand yourself and explore, know and understand, control and use the non-physical energies most beneficial for you and those around you. As in all affirmations, the words mean nothing without the feeling. To reach focus 10 from conscious, see one. Relax deeply from a lying or sitting position. Feel yourself drifting into deep relaxation. When you can drift down no more, say to yourself on an exhale, notice that you drift down a little more. If you do not, wait until you do. Then say three, and so on until you reach ten. Ten may not feel the same each time, or even feel that it is the same depth each time period. If you are dissatisfied with the level of relaxation at ten, start again with five or even two. Some find it helpful to associate the numbers with body parts and relax the body in an orderly sequence from head to foot or foot to head. Eventually, however, you will find this unnecessary. To return to C1 from focus 10, count slowly in your mind from 10 to 1.
And then we're going to tell you the emergency return to C1, like if you're freaking out or something. And this is just consciousness when we say C. So if you need to return to C1 immediately, think of any part of the physical body. Move that physical part, finger, foot, tongue, etc. So to create an energy bar tool, and this is going to be something that kind of helps you direct your energy. Visualize or think of a dot of light. Expand it into a bar, charging it with brilliant white energy. Practice working with it by giving it different bright colors to make it go on and off at different speeds. The purpose of the EBT is to stimulate and focus on non-physical energies. This is basic meditation, so this is not something that you're probably going to be able to sit down, do this the first time, and then start spitting out codes to get you know, money or a date or something like that. So this is something that's going to take practice and effort. But what about the living body map? Go to F10, then create a silhouette in the form of the physical body in bright white lines. Change the colors of the lines of the form to represent the following physical areas. Blue equals nervous system. Red equals circulatory system. Orange muscle and bone structures. Yellow organs and glandular system. White composite all the systems in the body. After doing this, place the LBM over your body and in turn look for any dim or flickering areas from your different systems. Charge these weak places with your EBT using bright purple healing energy. To balance, cleanse, and recharge the emotional body map. Located behind LBM, finer and thinner than LBM. Use bright purple energy from EBT to charge any parts which are dim and flickering. Look for any parts which are unusually bright. Use the EBT and its purple healing, cleansing, and recharging energy to equalize and balance, making the EBM evenly bright, calm, strong, and serene. Now we're going to get into some fun stuff. All right, so everybody knows what remote viewing is, right? It's basically visiting a distant place using your mind or your astral body to kind of project and see what's there. So first thing you're going to do, go to F10. Charge your energy bar tool with bright, fresh new energy. Place one end of the bar tool close to the center of consciousness. With that end still close to you, stretch your bar tool out until the other end is at the person or event you wish to perceive. Then, let the energy from the far end of your EBT flow through the bar and into your conscious awareness. So you're using this energy bar tool as kind of a conduit. With practice, this becomes an excellent method for distant viewing and for sending messages to another person. To get to Focus 12 and Return Awareness Expansion, when you've reached a stable and deep level of Focus 10, you will find yourself beginning to get the charged feeling of Focus 12. The mind becomes more awake, but in a different way. When you feel this beginning to happen, say 11, after a while as the feeling strengthens, say 12, you will notice that the state becomes stronger and stronger. The more you exercise, the stronger the state becomes. If you find that it does not naturally come out of Focus 10, 
then you need to exercise the focus 10 level more. Focus 10 is the key to the whole system. To return from focus 12, simply put out the desire to come back and slowly count from 12 to 10 and then 10 to 1. So I think what we're going for here is that focus up to 10 is kind of what you can do within your body and within your area. And then when you go to focus 11 and focus 12, that's almost like a more paranormal type of state where you can kind of leave your body. So again, something that's going to take a lot of practice, but I mean, hey, the CIA thought it was worth, you know, checking out and putting their members through this or their agents through this. So what about if you need to solve a problem? In consciousness one, think of a specific problem or question. The more specific you are, the better. Then go focus 12, concentrate on the problem or question in your desire for an answer. Then release the concentration and notice visual images, words, sensations, or thought forms that come. So a lot of this is about interpretation, too. This is a weird one. I don't really understand this one too well. I, you guys should do your own research into this, too, before you just hop on and start doing this. But the Focus 12 Clock Exercise Spatial Orientation. So this is kind of something that takes a lot of imagination and I think a lot of this is like you talk about with tulpas intention stuff like that so go to f12 and imagine a clock with your consciousness in its center the three to your right nine to the left etc send your consciousness in the various directions indicated by the numbers of the face of the clock then swivel the clock 90 degrees so that the 3 is in front of you, the 9 is behind you. And continue exploration, guiding again by the numbers on the clock. Observe closely what you perceive at each point. What if you need an energy balloon? To create a resonant energy balloon, Go to F10 and inhale deeply, bringing energy in and up from all the parts of your body. Hold your breath for a fairly long but comfortable count of 10. Then exhale the energy down to your toes as though softly blowing out a candle. Breathe normally. Repeat the process and as you exhale each time, round the angle of the energy more and more as you build your energy balloon. See and feel the energy swirling around you as you exhale down and around. Do this about eight to 10 times, then start the flow from right to left. Inhale, bringing energy in from the right, hold breath, then exhale slowly, flowing energy to the left. Breathe normally. Each time, let the energy go rounder, forming a round ball, a protective floating ball. Perceive and observe the flowing energy in your resonant energy balloon all around you. It protects you and lets you float inside it. Now, inhaling in and out, expel energy into all of the spaces in your energy balloon, filling it with bright light and also making it lighter so that it floats easier and better. When you have finished using your energy ball, let it move inward and let it reabsorb itself into you. To leave your body, 
Create resonant energy balloon while in focus 10. Then practice with the following exercises. One, rolling out like a log rolling in water. Going up like you're going up a flagpole. Back away from the body. Going out the head. Picture yourself, your consciousness going out of your head like it's a gas escaping from your body. You're breathing out your energy. And then eventually you'll get to five, which is floating above the physical body. But you have to be able to reabsorb that resonant energy balloon when you're done. But what if you want to make desired pattern changes in your life? Because we can all probably benefit from this one. Go to focus 12 and visualize. Think about and experience the following. Think of and build carefully in your mind the pattern or position you desire. Release such thought pattern and move it strongly out into all areas of your expanded awareness. Let it flow into the furthest points of such awareness. It will begin immediately to form and develop and will continue to do so until it is a complete reality, provided such pattern is constructive and beneficial to the purpose of the total selves within such pattern or position. We'll talk about daily tools after a quick break. back crypt keepers to remember to remember any part of your life experience close your eyes and touch softly the fingers of your right hand to the center of your forehead when you do this you recall and remember immediately that which you consciously desire and all of these are to be done in a meditative state too these are not just you know your driving down the road and you're trying to figure out you know what was on the grocery list this is something that you have to you know meditate and put towards something that's important you know like remembering the first time you held your child stuff like that but we all have pain right what can we do to reduce pain signals Look with your closed eyes at the part of your body which is the source of your pain signals. As you look, repeat in your mind the number 55515. When you do these two things, the pain signals will reduce until they are no longer important. With this, I have read that you're supposed to say this number and like in your mind, you say this number and you trace it out with your fingers in the air and what i read was 28 times you have to recite that number but anyway play with it and see what you think and i hope you guys do this and let us know you know what what works for you what doesn't work if you think it's all nonsense or if you come across money anything like that but if you want to reduce emotional charge which is important in communication because you really don't want to make decisions based on emotion 
So if you have an important decision to make to take the emotion out of it, this would be an effective exercise. Close your eyes and inhale deeply. Hold your breath for a moment. Then think of the calming, cleansing color of green. When you do this, exhale slowly and the green energy will push all excess and harmful emotional charges down through your physical system and out through the soles of your feet. But what if you need to charge the body with great speed and strength? <laughs> uh, probably listen to some Queen, maybe. <laughs> Close, oh, your eye. Close your eyes and... Close your eyes and inhale deeply. Think of the physical act to be performed and the strong energy of red. As you exhale, open your eyes and perform the act. And I don't think this is a great revelation for anybody. I, I used to pitch, in, obviously in baseball, and every pitch I would close my eyes and think of what I want this pitch to look like, what I want it to do, where I want it to end up you know in the catcher's mitt stuff like that so i mean this is almost inarguable is that a word i believe so i mean i i think that athletes in i mean especially athletes i would think but a lot of people probably use this you know if you're taking a free throw if you're pitching if you're doing you know if you're batting what whatever it is you visualize yourself performing the act and then do it to receive fresh new energy we could all use this one too close your eyes and extend your physical hands outward palms up then inhale deeply and hold your breath for a moment think of radiant pure white energy focused from above and centering down upon the palms of your hands then flowing up through your arms and spreading throughout your total self. Exhale deeply. Close your eyes and inhale deeply and hold your breath for a moment. Think of the healing, cool energy of purple and look with your closed eyes at the part of the body which requires help. Send the flow of purple energy to it, saying in your mind to the part, heal and balance. Exhale and open your eyes. I think the colors people will relate to chakras, but in this system instead of saying you know like your crown chakra and your heart chakra and stuff like that it focuses on the colors matching parts of your system which is a little different but hey it could work all right get your pens pencils markers crayons paint tattoo gun yeah whatever you use to write and we are going to share some money codes and again this is something that you are going to get into your meditative state and you're going to repeat these codes in your head again 28 times is what i heard you write out in the air with your finger each code now this system is supposed to be set up to where it's only positive that's why you have to go into the meditation each time to make sure that everything you're doing is positive and helpful because if you end up with a money code what if you 
what if you say, I need some money? Because pretty much everybody could use a little extra cash. And we know that even rich folks are greedy, so they'll use these too. But just keep in mind, there is the old kind of genie theorem that you have to be very specific in what you ask for. Because if you say, man, I sure could use some money, and then you write this code out, wow, that would suck, you know, if you get a call. Hey, uh, your mom and dad were killed in a car accident, and you got the inheritance. Yeah. Well. Yeah, monkey's paw kind of situation. So money code number one, and I'm just going to read you the money codes. So it is 520 space 7418. So that's one money code. Another money code is 318 space 798. And then the third money code is 426 space 499. And obviously, we don't know if any of these work. There's a lot of people that have claimed that it has worked for them, but I'm sure there's many more that it has not worked for. Uh, if you want a boyfriend, Ryan, the code is going to be 5231812. And if you want a girlfriend, it's going to be 966875701. So apparently the code for a girlfriend is a little bit more complex than the code for a boyfriend. Can't imagine why. What if you've got acne? The, yeah, the, the clear skin code is 795-318-07. And what about this? Everything is possible. Everything is possible. 318-612-518-714. Nobody knows what this code does. So this is, you know, keep in mind, this is coming straight out of CIA uh, FOIA request files. This is not us just being silly, although it is fun. What about luck? It's a little, it's a little silly. Uh, 2017133. This code allegedly will boost your luck stat, like a D&D mm -hmm. character, I guess, <laughs> giving you much higher drop rates on rare items, namely lost $20 bills and desirable parking spots. Yeah, bad. no doubt. Um, I did I get that as a tramp stamp? I did. Uh, <laughs> I think all tramp stamps are bad luck. <laughs> I don't know. I think that when you're asking, wishing, whatever, it's better to wish and hope and and do good things for other people. I think that's more likely to come true if you're saying like for instance the good health code 189 space 1014 even though everything in this meditative state is directed towards yourself I think it would do good to say you know I want someone else to get some money too but what about short people <laughs> the taller code is <laughs> Eight three six zero nine three four eight. My favorite, 
the Shrek code. 2660-8934. And we talked about non-player characters or NPCs, and all of them will appear to be Shrek. So, that's kind of a cool one. Uh, I don't have any stories about anybody trying that. And that was not part of the uh, CIA codes. That was something that someone else put out. I would find it would be a lot more believable if this was more like computer code. You know what I mean? Than just saying random numbers, basically. Right, right. Yeah, I remember probably back in the early 2000s when... I want to say it was more Wild West mm. than it is now mm. online. You know, there were more chat rooms. There were probably still some BBSs around, stuff like that. And I remember, like, just people wanting to act like they could do a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. So they would say in forums, like, oh, I'll hack you or whatever. I mean, people still say stuff like that, I'm sure. And maybe they mean it now. Mm. But I remember back then, like, I watched this. Uh, I was on this forum or chat room with, a, with some people that I knew. We were all talking about some show or movie and this guy was talking about being able to hack everybody and he's like you know you mm. better watch out and they typed something in like random letters and numbers and this one person just dropped off mm. like just disconnected he was like see i did it and it's like no i see that you had either two computers or you had a friend drop off when yeah. you typed that shit in because if that actually worked it would have worked on everybody that was here and that's just not how any of this works you tell them like Hacking is usually just finding like a, a weakness, a way to let you in. Like there was a guy who had a bunch of his accounts compromised a long time ago. And the way that I think it happened was I think he gained access to the guy's Amazon account first. Mm-hmm. So he could like see some of his personal info from there and like some of his you know credit card info. And the way he did it was like calling in, I think is what it was. Like he called in and he added a credit card number because huh. they don't verify anything. Or at least at that time they didn't. And then he, then he called saying like, hey, I can't connect to my account. And they're like, okay, well, what information can we use to verify you? And he's like, oh, I can give you my, my card number that's on file. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty clever way to get in, but that's... You know, that kind of stuff's a lot different. Like, the only place where this works... Okay, and this might be a case for it. Like, the Konami code, like you said at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or the, you know, for, for Contra Infinite Lives or whatever. Like, that's not yeah. a hack. That's something that they put in on purpose. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So if we are in a simulation, it is totally possible that whoever created it has a sense of humor and put in some kind of cheat codes for us that if we figured them out... You know, you'd be able to do whatever. I mean, it's like even uh, like the original Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. There was no way to know exactly what like your finishing moves were or your special moves. Like you had to experiment with that stuff back in the day when that first came out. Yeah. If you were playing that in 91, you were figuring it out as you went. <laughs> right. What What's the best video game of all time? You know, aside from what people might say, oh, well, it's obviously Pac-Man. Or, you know, even Pong, people would probably say. Um, For me, it's Mortal Kombat. The OG Mortal Kombat. Because I wasted... Dude, I probably could have bought five cabinets for the amount of quarters I put in that thing. (laughs) Yeah, Mortal Kombat is the one game that I have at the bar that I want to bring home. Mm -hmm. 
out of, out of all of them there that maybe asteroids but mortal Kombat is the one that i played like every you know almost every day i play that yeah i don't know as far as arcade games yeah probably mortal Kombat. that's hard to beat as far as like all the other stuff that's out there i think we're i think some really interesting stuff is happening right now in gaming because the big studios and I'll try to make this a short aside. The big sure. studios keep doing this thing where they put out games, they pre, you know, they do pre-orders, the game release is unfinished. You know, like I was the only one I knew who could play Cyberpunk 2077 because hmm. I had an early Google Stadia kit. Hmm. Like I got it for some like ridiculous deal. And when I was reading about that game, they were all saying like doesn't really work on PC, doesn't really work on Xbox or PS4. But for some reason, it works well on Stadia. And I was like, awesome. So I played it on there. And it's even on there, it was just so buggy. Like it was really advanced, but it was so buggy. But it kind of led me towards playing. Like there's a game I've been playing lately called Dusk. It's mm -hmm. very much styled like Quake. But it's, you know, it's a modern game, but it looks like it's 20 years old. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Like the gameplay is really good. Like it has a lot of like jump scares. It's a horror game. Yeah. You know, there's just a lot of these like lo-fi things coming out that are from like more artistic or more creative people. Mm. And it's super cool. I like that a lot. I like not just, yeah, it doesn't have to look super real. You know, the, we went through a period where it seemed like every game was a super realistic looking, yeah. like first person shooter, like a Call of Duty or whatever. And now we're getting like weird top-down games and platformers again and stuff like that. And I love it. Yeah. I mean, my kids love Roblox and that's definitely not very realistic. So, right. I don't know. I mean, a lot could be said for super Mario, you know, the first one being the best game ever too, I think. So, uh, yeah, I would say probably from my childhood, super Mario world. Mm -hmm. Cause I just played that a ton. And that's even a game where, you know, at the bar I had a, there, there are people on like Etsy and eBay and stuff that make real cartridges of ROM hacks. Mm -hmm. So I'll take the original game and rework it into something totally new. So somebody basically made a sequel to Super Mario World. And then there are people online making real cartridges of it that I, I actually played on a CRT TV and my original Super Nintendo that I got in like 94. So they're making awesome. simulations. Of. They're essentially making <laughs> new games, like reworking mm. the old stuff. It's so cool. Let us know what your favorite games are at crypticpodcast at gmail.com because there's almost an infinite amount of choices out there, and I'm sure that we're forgetting some. So let us know what your favorite is. Yeah, I think the best games are ones that make you think. Ones that have like a really good story that have some kind of mystery to them that maybe explore possibilities other than just like shooting at people. Yeah. I mean, in some of the Wolf, that's kind of why the Wolfenstein games stick out to me. The newer ones have really good stories, mm -hmm. but they also still delve a little bit into both sides, like the mysticism of some of the older ones where, you know, the Nazis were after artifacts and, mm -hmm. you know, cult stuff and then like high tech, super futuristic things very cool but probably the kind of thing that'd be of interest to the typical critique listener so that's all we've got for you on the cia cheat codes and 
you got any other final thoughts on these CIA cheat codes? Not not a ton. I mean, just kind of what I said earlier, that if this, you know, if we really do live in a simulation, that it would be sort of, an, to me, an indication that our creator has a sense of humor to put in codes like this that would work this way. I almost uh, think they would have to have a sense of humor to make yeah. this reality. Because, I mean, even a in the... Uh, sense do- of humor. <laughs> even in the documentary movie matrix they had to yeah. use like phones or whatever else to somehow interact with the simulation when they were trying to manipulate it yeah. and i'm specifically talking about like getting in and out yeah like they couldn't just be like they couldn't just yell out numbers or something and get out like there had to be some way to interact with the simulation and i guess this meditation sort of stuff could be it but and meditation is always a good thing i mean you don't yeah, have I to mean, believe even in the, the CIA cheat codes are going to work for this to be beneficial right. for you. Right, right, exactly. I've had this conversation kind of about religion before mm-hmm. with a couple of people. Like, you don't have to believe exactly what the church, whichever church that is, says mm-hmm. to get some kind of benefit from their teachings. All right. Well, that sounds good. Do you want to tell them what they need to know? Yeah, as always... Share us with friends, anybody you think would like to hear of what we're doing or of these cheat codes and, you know, other conspiratorial paranormal things. For more feedback or new topics, you can send that to us at crypticpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on TikTok at cryptic underscore podcast or YouTube at cryptic podcast. And as always, check out the Bearbox link. And I think that's it. Want to check us out? We will be back with you next week with the show on AI. Good evening, Crypt Keepers.